Hey, it's Kate. My family is back from vacation this week, but I want to keep the fun going, even though now it's back to work and camp. The benefits of fun run deep, y'all, and hope these replayed episodes will help you have more of it. What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by taking one small step a day? And not because you're a bad person now, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to Be a Better Person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you live your best life. Hey there, and welcome to How to Be a Better Person. I'm Kate, your host. This week on the podcast, we're talking about fun. And thank goodness, because the world has been extra real for any number of reasons these last 18 months or so. And fun has been something that a lot of us have been putting off until the world gets back to normal. Now that it's clear that the pandemic is here for the foreseeable future, we can't wait until things feel safe to start having fun again. Because if we do, we're going to be waiting a long time. Too long. Let's invite this very important and very normal part of life back in, shall we? And if you want a refresher on why fun matters, as well as the two main types of fun, because there's one you want more of and one you probably don't, go back and listen to yesterday's episode, which is number 532. Today's big idea is that in order to invite more fun into your life, it helps to give some thought to what you consider to be fun and what you've been doing for fun lately, so that you can objectively assess whether you might need to prioritize fun a little more. I think of it as doing a fun inventory. That may sound like a clinical approach to playfulness, but what you inspect, you respect. Also, what you focus on grows. So let's give some unbiased thought to what you've been doing for fun lately. I'll talk you through it right after this quick break. Welcome back. Your tiny assignment for today is to think back on the last few weeks and days and write down the things you've done that you remember as being fun. Resist the urge to go back and forth in your mind about whether whatever pops into your head was truly fun before you write it down. We'll cover that step in just a few moments. Don't edit, just write. Also, it's important to remember that your idea of fun doesn't have to match anyone else's. Last week, a friend of mine sent a group text saying that she was listening to Glennon Doyle's podcast on fun while scrubbing the grout in her bathroom. And my friend said that, to her, scrubbing the grout was fun. Who am I to judge what she thinks is fun and what isn't? Fun is as personal as your sense of humor. And just as you don't want to yuck anybody else's yum, you also don't want to yuck your own yum when you're writing down the things you've done recently that you enjoyed. Deal? After all, chores can be gratifying, and that repetitive physical movement can really get your thoughts flowing into some groovy brainwaves. So if folding that mountain of laundry was fun for you, well, booyah, write it down. Once you have your list, put a star next to or circle the things you did for fun that left you feeling somehow better afterward. These are the things that are the nutritious type of fun. They make you feel alive and in the moment and refreshed. And then just see if any of the things on your list actually made you feel a little bit or a lot worse. That would be the empty calorie kind of fun that, like eating an entire bag of chips, maybe seemed like a fun idea at the time, but then once it was over, maybe left you feeling icky. 
for those things, draw a line through them because those are fake forms of fun. And while there's a time and a place for everything, the goal of taking this inventory is to pay more attention to the fun that fills you up and to do less of the things that just eat up your time and prevent you from engaging in more nutritious fun. Now ask yourself, how can I do more of those nutritious types of fun and less of the empty calorie kind? Again, if you want a refresher on the two types of fun, go back and listen to yesterday's episode, which was number 532. Here's my list of fun things on my fun inventory. We made sushi for dinner last night, and even though there's a lot of little steps and it's kind of labor-intensive, it was fun to work on something together as a family. We all took turns making our own rolls. Last week, I absolutely sang my brains out to endless love while riding in the car with my girlfriend Paige and while sitting around the campfire when we went camping over Labor Day weekend. We also had some sing-alongs that were super fun. And then this morning, I went through this box filled with tiny toys that the kids have outgrown and really marveled at them. The little ice cream cone erasers and the slippers with eyes and nose and mouth and neon colored ninjas. I I realized I needed to find a way to put them out in a cardboard box somewhere at kid eye level with a free sign because they would just blow kids' minds. And it was fun to just be present to those toys and think about new kids enjoying them. Those are what pop out at me, but now that I've thought about it, I'm on the lookout for more fun things to do. I also played a fair amount of Boggle on my phone over the last few days, which making this list has made me realize is starting to make me feel kind of gross. It used to be a way for me to interact with long distance friends, but now I'm playing with strangers and only seem to be finding the same words over and over again. It feels a little bit like Groundhog Day. And that's a sign that your fun is empty calorie when you need more of it over time because the reward from it diminishes. Boggle, I think it's time we took a break. After all, I've got lots of little household projects like going through toys and finding a way to make this very boring brown bulletin board look more appealing that I want to hang up in my new office. To inspire you to assess your own fun activities, I'll leave you with this quote from Julia Child. You must have discipline to have fun. It may not sound like a fun thing to do, but doing a little structured thinking around the ways that you have fun will help you have more of it. And be sure to come back tomorrow when I'm interviewing holistic psychologist and yoga teacher, Dr. Rachel Allen, about how to increase our experience of that companion to fun, pleasure, into our lives. Yes, please. Thanks for listening to How to Be a Better Person. Our theme song is Left for Deadish by Junior85. The podcast is mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past seven episodes, a sneak peek of the week ahead, and one well-chosen meme to your inbox every Saturday morning. Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the Contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com. Tweet me at Kate Han, K-A-T-E-H-A-N. Or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you. 